You're listening to The Mint Project, the podcast to elevate your knowledge on pregnancy and postpartum fitness, nutrition, and more, along with parenting, business, and advice to keep you living your best life. The Mint Project is led by your expert trainers, Betsy Jones, Kara Forrester, and Jess Carr. With that said, let's do this. Trainers, did you know that 85% of women will become pregnant in their lifetime? This means that you will work with pregnant and postpartum clients. So get the information you need to safely and effectively guide your clients through this chapter of their fitness journey and become an expert in the space. Not only will you learn about movement, you'll learn about nutrition and mindset from fertility through pregnancy to postpartum, as well as how to market yourself as a professional in this space. You'll interact with the Mint experts throughout the course, giving you the guidance and accountability to finish and get to work. Head to the mintproject.com and go to the education tab to learn more. All right, guys, welcome back to the Mint Project. Last week, we talked about postpartum stigmas and how annoying some of those are. And this week, we're going to expand a little bit more on how to develop the right mindset if you're a mom and if you're a trainer, also how to help other moms and women coming into your gym develop the right mindset for training. So if you missed that one, go back and listen to it because it was a goodie. Uh, So let's kick it off. What were we chatting about before we hopped on? How your kids while you're on the toilet is what Kara yeah, so. was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So I went I went to the bathroom in between our recordings and I came back like really fast because I'm like the world's fastest peer. <laughs> but it's like when your kids are it's good. Yeah, it's very I feel like it's like a waste of time for me to be in the bathroom. So I try to like it's really bad. I'm like, I'll go when I like I I hold it, which is horrible. It's not. I good. know it's I do so the same bad. Thing. Not good. And I tell my daughter, I'm like, she goes all day without going, and I'm like, I do the same thing. So I, I literally am like, <laughs> I don't want to stop what I'm doing to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but when your kids are little, you hide in the bathroom. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, well, sometimes I go in there for a little break. But is it effective? That's what we want to know. Because not always. I mean, <laughs> I I have a video of they'll um, find you literally on the toilet, and Kaya is right in front of me, telling me about the snack that she wants, and just asking for it. And and Jack has a toy that he's just like shoving in my face. So you know, I don't know. Yeah, don't is care. that yeah, yeah. is that a place of calm and quiet and? Recluse, probably not. Not no. for most. <laughs> crew is crew is like kind of potty training right now. So if we're on wow. the toilet, he wants to like check it out, see what's going on. Like, what are you doing in there? What's going on? Get what's going out on of my there? get out of my space, dude. That's a private area. Oh, potty training. Oh, that's a whole potty training subject. boys. That's a fun topic. <laughs> that was, I think, one of my least favorite phases as a parent was, like, I don't know if I've cried as much as the potty oh, training no. phase. great. <laughs> Sorry. Really? He's going to be so easy. Really looking forward I'm sure to it. he's going to be so yeah. easy, but Mila, like, Just have... didn't... Yeah. 
didn't want to do it. She just didn't want to do it. And then she would hold it all day. And it was just, you know, it was fun. We figured it out. Lots of bribery. They'll get it. I figure he'll get there eventually. He will. One day he will. He will do it. Yeah. He's still so young, though. I know. But he is. He knows what's going on. He's Mm -hmm. been like showing all the signs of readiness for a while. Yeah, well, and he'll you... tell us he's got to go. He's got to oh. go, and he'll go stand by the toilet and do it Aww. in his diaper. But he will not Aww. sit on the toilet. So cute. <laughs> so cute. Well, I just had Ray do it. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I just Ray. Ray just oh, that's took a good over. idea. He potty trained Kaya, and he did a great job. So I think yeah, I don't. Have to worry oh about yeah, it. you you need to tell that story because what does he do? He oh, like threw it in the shower, right? <laughs> yeah, he got this from our brother in law. Uh, when they were tra- potty training her niece. And so he just decided from the very beginning, if she had an accident, he was going to give her a cold shower. And so we're oh. at my auntie's house. <laughs> we're at my auntie's house. I had no idea that this was the plan. All of a sudden, Kaya's screaming. And so I run into the bathroom, like, what's going on? And he's like holding her under the cold water. I was like, what are we doing here? Oh my yeah, gosh. and she's just screaming That's her head awful. off, and everyone's like, "Is she okay?" And I said, "I guess she can get it having a cold shower because she had an accident, but it for her it worked really well. It she worked. had maybe three cold showers. Oh my gosh! And uh, yeah, she That's she actually hilarious. potty trained really fast, but I don't know. He yeah. He hey. did a good job potty training her, but he was not about to. He was like, I'm not going to deal with this. We're just going to. Did he throw her? Is she in in her clothes? Like, you're just going to be. No. <laughs> no, just like he just gets her bottom, you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. She had to take a shower. Got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Holding her just, under like, the water. Just like get her wet, you know, with the cold water. Yeah. Poor thing. Uh, but I mean, it was hey, effective. Whatever so. works. Oh, Ray. It's still sometimes whatever she'll say, works. Yeah, she'll say, I don't want a cold shower. I'm like, okay. She says shower the way that Ray says it. Shower. Baby. <laughs> oh, in his oh. nice accent. Yeah. That's funny. Hey, Phil's character. So. Yeah, body training. Well, that's only fair that. Yeah, it's fair that guys have to do something like that. Like, give them one of those yeah. really one challenging those tasks. tasks. Yeah. yeah. We do, all, like, a lot of the front end work. <laughs> yeah, this is genius. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to tell Andre as soon as this podcast is over, <laughs> hey, I've decided you're just in charge of potty training. So there you go. whatever you want to do, I'll do it, but you're in charge. <laughs> there you yes. go. Sorry, Andre. There you go. It was their idea. I mean, yeah, there were other tactics Ray did, but that was the most, I would say, intense. Mostly, he just set a timer. I think he put her on the toilet every 15 minutes or 30 minutes. Just put her on there. So Yeah, yeah. that's what I tried to do, too. I did a lot of bribery. There was a lot of, like, candy and, like, toys. She just, (laughs) like, didn't care. It was a lot. (laughs) Okay, so. Sounds exciting. Yeah, you have to have the right mindset going into oh, yes, it, which yes. is a good segue of mindset. what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, so a mindset is, we believe, one of the most important things that you'll modify during pregnancy and postpartum, and why, like, especially if you're someone, well, not even especially, because for everyone, but if you're someone who's used to training really hard in the gym 
it's going to be a little bit harder for you to take a step back or for most of us to take a step back and then as a trainer to help those athletes who are coming in and really used to doing it all how do we help them step back so and like why because in this chapter you'll learn you need to lessen the intensity a little bit even though you might feel like you can do more some days so how do we come into this with the right mindset so what did you guys have to modify or maybe what have you had to help a client modify during their pregnancy or postpartum yeah so for me it's kind of funny one of my really good friends uh she's a coach at my gym uh when i was pregnant with my daughter (laughs) i don't even remember how many weeks i was i told her this is my first baby um yeah i just decided for these next few weeks i'm really gonna work hard on like rope climbs and box jumps i want to get really good at box jumps and she'd already had three kids and she's just kind of laughing at me she's like okay kara (laughs) and that was before i knew anything (laughs) like i didn't know i hadn't really started you know studying and so she brings that up all the time. She's always laughing at me about it. She's like, you know, how are your box jumps going and stuff like that, like when I was <laughs> pregnant. Um, but so, yeah, so I so I went from that to like realizing I don't know anything about this. So I think it was almost and now it's still hard um, to modify your mindset when you have all the facts, and you're educated, but educating myself was made the switch, I would say. That made turn the switch on for me to be like, oh, okay, this is why it's not a good idea to maybe do this. Or this is why I should take a, you know, a step, a few steps back on this and just chill out a little bit or focus more in other areas. Um, because I I was I did educate myself and I had the facts. That helped me out a lot rather than just, you know, you're pregnant, so be careful. Like in your head, it's like, well, okay, what does that even mean? So if you know, if you have more information, I feel like it's just a lot easier to modify your mindset. And I've tried to take that same approach with my clients. I teach them anatomy. I teach them different things. And I try and, you know, just give them that futurist, that future. We're training now so that we can also be set up for the future, which is when you want to still be able to do all this fun stuff, but yeah, just training correctly now will help you in the future. I guess that helped me too. I think reminding clients what is the point, you know, um, mm-hmm. when whether it's from when they're trying to conceive, which is a whole nother topic in and of itself, or while they're pregnant or postpartum, specifically speaking about during pregnancy, I know I've got a client right now who's just in her first few weeks and her heart rate is just spiking and she's feeling so tired, which is very frustrating for her. So as a trainer, I think the main thing to do is just remind them, what is the point of why you're doing this? Right now you're not working out to like have this rockin' summer bod, which everybody's real concerned with right now. It is to feel good about yourself. It's the mental benefits. It's the, it's the physical benefits as far as staying healthy for yourself and for your baby and keeping moving. Like for me, I always just needed to tell myself I'm going to the gym today to move. It doesn't matter at what pace. It doesn't matter what that movement is. I just need to keep my body moving. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it has social aspects as well. Like if you go to a gym, just seeing other people, yeah. it's kind of nice, mm-hmm. you know, 
Um, yeah. If you don't go to a gym, you just go for a walk with friends too. You know, that also, that yeah. there's just a lot of benefits. Well, in postpartum, if you come mm-hmm. up to the gym, even if you're just doing, let's say, let's say you're really uh, just working on breath work alone. You can mm-hmm. do that at home. You don't mm-hmm. need to go to a gym to do that. A, will you do it at home? And more importantly, B, is the socialization, especially during this likely highly stressful time of life, going to be good for you? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, I wish I would have had someone like you guys and how you're talking about your clients talking to me when I was pregnant because I very much have always been of the mindset of like going hard in the gym and um, I struggled a lot with my weight growing up and nutrition and that's why I'm so passionate about nutrition now is because I did not have a good relationship with that growing up and so especially when I was pregnant and gaining a little bit of weight and not able to work out it was very hard mentally to tell myself that that was okay and be okay with that and and then going back to the gym I think it that's why it also took me longer to get back to the gym because I was almost so not ashamed but I lacked the confidence after my pregnancy and being out of the gym I was really anxious I was not sleeping at all dealing with a little bit of postpartum depression just a lot of things going on and if I would have had a trainer there to be like hey that's okay like we will progress you in a way that will just help you ease back into it rather than feeling like I had to go back to these classes where everyone else was so much further ahead of me or in better shape than me. It was just, it was hard for me. So I, I, I would encourage moms and then trainers to work on how do I help my clients with this? Um, Mm -hmm. one other huge thing that we talk about is having like a should I mentality because I know also there's a lot of things. I have a few moms who are just badasses in the gym and there's a lot of things that they absolutely can do during their pregnancy like yeah they could probably get up and like climb the rope or do the box jumps or what have you but asking yourself should I and if I'm even asking myself that like you probably know the answer yeah well and maybe just they need to be educated on that of why why shouldn't I be doing butterfly pull-ups? I can do it. It's using my shoulders. It's okay, whatever. I'm I'm coning. I'll get a separation. So what? Well, what can happen aside from just the aesthetic things? And Kara, I'm sure you can speak to that uh, of aside from just what it might look like to have diastasis. What about the effects it can have on low back from not healing that properly or making the problem worse? Yeah, and that's something that we want to, you know, avoid is, I mean, not diastasis. You can't actually avoid it. If you get to right. 35 weeks of pregnancy, you are going to have a separation. I, I have I have had medical providers tell me, don't deadlift. You're going to have a split in your abs. They don't even use, like, the correct terms or even tell me what that means. <laughs> oh, like, what does a split in your abs mean? Like, I know, but what do other people – some other woman's going to hear that and be like, What? You know, like that's yeah. kind of scary. They're going to think um, their actual ab is going to tear. Right. Yeah. And so, and, and so I think even using like just facts over fear, that is the biggest thing um, in my experience. It, that's just a good way to modify your mindset. 
And saying that, it doesn't mean that, okay, so now I'm fine, like I'm okay. You still have those periods um, as a pregnant or postpartum woman that's like, wow, you know, I still wish I could be doing this or why am I even here? So I like what Betsy said is remembering why and maybe putting in different whys for yourself. This is why I'm coming to the gym right now. You know, um, you kind of have to change your why behind it for a little bit, for a season or a phase. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And knowing that the fact that you're even there and moving your body is freaking amazing. Huge. Because. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one thing you said was like being educated on the subject as well. I think it's really easy to, again, social media is like, love it. But also you go on there and there's a lot of moms who are also really into fitness who are talking about what they're doing and what worked for them and that's awesome more power to those moms we love moms but if you're not a trainer you should not be and if you're not educated in pregnancy and postpartum fitness you shouldn't necessarily be telling another mom what to do in her pregnancy and fitness journey it's great to share and like oh yeah you know but from an education standpoint, it does help with mindset when women are educated from a trainer on maybe why we're doing certain things or what way we should progress instead of, well, this worked for me, so do it this way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think the job of the trainer is to give the facts and help and, and be there to support that client Mm -hmm. in their decisions whatever that may be and help them make the safe decision not by inserting your own opinions or your own experience Mm -hmm. but just educating them yeah yeah I just um I'm remembering a client that I worked with um for quite a few years when she was pregnant she comes in with another person and um I know I mean we've had these talks and stuff and I know she understands it um but it's still hard and I had to real. I had to change my approach as a trainer. Um, I just had to just be like, okay. Um, I just only needed. To be, it, it was hard because she was coming in with another person who was not pregnant. They could do you know whatever they wanted, uh, pretty much. And to not program for that person and then modify for her. Instead, mm-hmm. I just programmed for her, in a way that mm-hmm. both of them were still getting you know what they needed, but. Um, just so that she didn't feel like she was doing less. And and yeah. that was her. Yeah. And everyone's very different. But I had to learn that as her trainer working with her, that that's what she needed for her mindset was to not feel like she was doing less. Because she really wasn't still. You know, she was yeah. still doing great things and moving and all that. But um, when she felt like she was doing less, it, it was a lot harder for her. So... Yeah. Yeah. And they, you, you think about, I know you guys probably have been in an atmosphere before where you work out because it makes you feel cool in, mm-hmm. in one moment of a workout or another, like you're doing a movement that makes you feel cool, good about yourself, whatever. And I think when you talk about programming, that's really powerful to program for a client mm-hmm. and, and going to the mom side of things. I think having a coach just is another reason why it's very valuable because they can help you still find things that make you feel really good about yourself, feel really successful, feel like you leave the gym yes. with a win while still keeping you on that, on that trajectory towards your mm-hmm. 
goals, your why. Yeah. yeah, that's such a good point. Huge. Yeah. I just think as moms and women, we just have this tendency, a lot of us, to be really hard on ourselves and not feel like we're doing enough and comparing ourselves to other moms. So, like, that would be my last point on mindset is do not compare yourself to what anyone else is doing whether they lost their weight, you know, quicker than you, whether they're lifting more than you, faster than you, like your journey is your journey and you will do the best when you're focusing on your goals, your own path. So comparison, what's the quote? Thief of, is the thief is of the joy. thief of joy. It's just, yeah. It's not worth it. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, And just, I I think we do that as women in general. And one of the nicest things that we can do, not only for ourselves, but each other is to take care of yourself and let that be an example of how you Mm -hmm. can um, make it okay for others to do the same. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The right mindset can ultimately, it's going to help you employ strategies that are going to keep you healthier in the long term. And I know we talked about this in our last podcast, but we do have a six-phase postpartum program that you can follow if you go to our website, themintproject.com, or find us on Instagram. You can find that program so that you, like Betsy had mentioned, have a program to follow and have that mindset of this is what I'm doing right now. This is the best thing I can be doing for myself is progressing at my own pace. Yeah, so good. And and if you're part of that six-phase program too, there is a Facebook group so that you can talk to other moms, um, talk to other trainers, kind of help uh, troubleshoot along the way. And just if you're a trainer out there, um, we would love to hear about your experiences that you've had with moms on how to help them keep their mindset right, whether it's during pregnancy, postpartum, even during fertility challenges. We would love to know your experience on what you said to them, what how you helped them through, just little tips on things you did. We can all benefit from each other. So leave that in the comments in the video below. Awesome. Well, this was an awesome chat. I love hearing from you guys and your opinions on mindset and all that good stuff. And we will be back again next week. Hey, Mint Mamas and Trainers. If you enjoyed our information, you will love our programs and resources. We have a pregnancy fitness program, postpartum program, along with guides on movement modifications and nutrition, all designed to help you safely and effectively stay active through pregnancy and return to exercise postpartum. You can even bundle our programs and save so that your whole journey is covered. You can find all of these resources at themintproject.com. <laughs>